Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And this week, we are actually talking about a relatively new release. It's one we skipped at the theatres, but now that it's on home video, we are <laughs> diving in head first. Uh, we are going to talk about Bloomhouse's Truth or Dare. Did you notice on the title screen it said Bloomhouse's Truth or Dare? Did it just say Truth or Dare? Yeah. They're they're really trying to bank on at least trying to maybe get some extra tickets out of yeah you know, Bloomhouse's name. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, I guess. Like it's it's so weird to me though, cause like all the good films Bloomhouse has put out, and not not one of them's like mm-hmm. Bloomhouse's. You know, uh, right? Whatever. What's a, what I'm trying well, to think it, of one. <laughs> it, if it's a good film, then they don't need to like advertise it. If it's a pile of shit like this, a hey, spoiler alert. Uh, this movie sucks, but yeah, like something like this, they gotta do whatever they can to try to get people to watch it. Yep, yep, that that about sums it up. Um, I'm surprised like they had they it wasn't called like uh, from the studio that brought you Get Out <laughs> is Truth or Dare. I'd be like Get Out. <laughs> that was a quality joke, Tim. That laugh was not adequate Thank for the, the amount of joke that I just mm. I just dropped on you. Uh, so we'll start spoiler-free. Oh, I thought you meant my joke was quality, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, God, no. Uh, so we'll start spoiler-free. Uh, I'll we'll give you a warning mm. before we go into spoilers. And Tim already kind of played mm. his hand, because I usually ask him the question at the start, you know, what do you think of this movie? But he already <laughs> called it a piece of shit, so I, I guess that kind of sums it up. Mm. <laughs> All right. Okay. Nothing to add. So we will. Um... Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> you want me to go into it, or how well... did you feel about it? I imagine you liked it, but <laughs> you imagine I liked it. Oh dear. Joe, jo, it's funny actually. I I I looked at the um. I've got the IMDb page up as I usually do because I mean I'm never going to remember any of these characters' names. Are you kidding me? Um, but the director Jeff Wardlow. I was like, I recognize that name. What did I know his name from? Um, he directed Kickass Two which oh. was like a disaster of a film and it was like a hurtful disaster because I liked the first one so much um, mm-hmm. so now I hate this even more because it's made by that asshole so you know yeah. that's uh, that's the thing cars outside beating their horns at times how rude how rude of them um, mm-hmm. but yeah so I need a there. I need like one of those uh, studio lights when they're like recording it flashes red or whatever. Oh, for the entire street outside, just so they know yeah. it'd be quiet. Tiptoe <laughs> yeah. past the window. Yeah, yeah. No, it should do that. Uh, so yeah, I guess I should give a premise of what Truth or Dare is um, beyond just being a piece of shit. Um, a group of college kids who have the personalities of. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't want to quite say a wet blanket, but like mm. it's it's like I tofu. Feel, <laughs> tofu. They're blank slates. Yeah, like, they're all just big blocks of tofu. <laughs> yeah, they're nothing. They're absolutely nothing. They're they're so light and like empty. Like I mean, yeah, there's the, 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 there's a, one who's kind of the asshole. There's one who's kind of the sexual deviant. But the, like I feel like there's this thing now where they, 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 they even in a horror movie like this they refuse to just do the archetypes like a movie from the 80s would and well yeah okay so sure movies from the 80s you'd have all these stereotypical characters at least because mm-hmm. they lent into it they still had personalities that you remember I watch a yeah. movie like this and I'm like these, these are all just blank vanilla like ice cream not even ice cream yeah. ice cream's better than these people I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know what to call them yeah uh, it, it's also kind of strange because there's no 
like context for the relationship like the main character olivia seems to have this really volatile relationship against um kind of the asshole character i think that's tyson uh but like they they hate each other and they kind of get in these like you know arguments and stuff but there's Mm. never like i kept waiting waiting for there to be like at least some mention of like oh well you've never liked him since he did this to you or 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 something or whatever but no it's never brought up it's just like a weird like why are they even in the same group when like they hate each other and then same thing with like the kind of like you know annoying pervy uh guy ronnie it was hard to tell like all right is he part of the gang or is he just hanging along like i don't get is he um annoying but like in a a frat or is he like kind of like a loser that wants to be like in a frat kind of thing like but there's really like no context for anything no there's not they're they're just kind of these weird blank slates that there's like a little bit Mm -hmm. of character for one or two of them because it's plot relevant later but that's about it like that's all you get (laughs) and it really like comes out of nowhere it's kind of just like this big heavy plot drop yeah yeah absolutely okay (laughs) They they are complete just empty vacuums of character. It, like I I always cause it, I, I it's also kind of I was gonna say like me me and Connor watched Jaws um last perfect week perfect movie I love that movie. right and one of the things that we were talking about in that movie is how all the main characters within like thirty seconds of meeting them all their scenes that, that you first get introduced to them in they all in a couple of lines of dialogue give you a sense of who they are what their personalities are you immediately get you know the broad Brody's relationship with his wife and his sense of humor you immediately get that uh, hop you know hopper's um got, got a bit of a sarcastic streak you know the way he talks to the mm-hmm. boatman uh quint's got this great introduction where he's, he's very mysterious like, oh yeah they all have something they all and obviously quint's more over the top because he's you know this big you know scratching mm-hmm. the, the the board and like scaring the shit out of everyone but like even the others like it's, it's very simple and subtle but they give you something it's like okay here's this this character is but here we have like not nothing of an introduction for any of the characters really and what is there just feels like it's taken out of like a a grab bag like oh our main character will make the audience sympathize with her because she wants to build houses for the poor Mm -hmm. that's that's basically it it's like oh instant sympathy because she wants to do a nice thing yeah (laughs) and then uh and of course they they kind of i feel like they're trying to kind of play her off as like "Mm, she's kind of a loser but again it's that hollywood thing where it's like all right like uh, but she is gorgeous and there's no way that like you know they make it seem like she's having trouble finding like guys and stuff and it's like there's no way like you know people wouldn't be yeah you know like throwing themselves at her stuff like but oh she's so (laughs) yeah she she just wants to build houses and (laughs) it feels kind of like it's funny i'm going to say this because violet bean who plays marky was on the flash but who I, who I did not recognize at first she has blonde hair in this and I did not recognize her for a long time it took a long time to clock mm-hmm. clock that it was her but um it no, really does wait, ha- I'm gonna all right, I, I don't watch the flash but let me just venture a guess here does she play a hero or a villain who's a hero a hero is she Jesse quick she is Jesse quick yeah Oh, nice <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair once I said hero how many female heroes could it have been Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Shut up. Um, but no, so, like, it does, it has all the worst qualities of what I would, like, when people joke about, oh, it's got a CW cast, it has all the, oh, it, yeah, even yeah. actual CW casts are better cast than this. Like, <laughs> like as yeah. much as, sure, you watch The Flash, or you watch whatever, and they're, they're all, like, you know, really attractive, mm-hmm. Um, there's still, like, high points in the casting. There's still... 
you know, um, car- you know, actors that stick out. Whereas here, like, they're all, and admittedly, this is all partly beyond the director's fault for not directing them into better performances, for not, you know, the script's fault for not giving them better characters, but they all just feel like, oh, we're just pretty people, and that's the only reason why we're here, and that's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. And sure, it's not like they didn't cast attractive people in the 80s, they, they did, but, like, they'd usually at least try, you know, cast one ugly person to be the loser. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know they would do that at least, and like I say, they'd have more character. They'd be more entertaining because they were over the top. Whereas here, there's nothing over the top. It's just bog standard, yeah. like out of a. If you if you know this movie feels like it feels like it was put through like a a generator, like you know like, like a computer generator, oh, sure, yeah. where you just say, "I want a horror movie with some supernatural elements," mm-hmm. and it just kind of like the computer just like randomized a couple of things from other movies and just churned mm-hmm. it out. That's what it feels like. Oh yeah. Oh, without a doubt. And uh, first of all, actually, I just want to take it back a little bit. So are you comfortable with going on the record and saying that this is a worse movie than Jaws? <laughs> I, I, I am willing to confirm that at this point in the show, yes. I think okay. I've reached the point where I can reveal that I think Jaws, the 1975 <laughs> classic that actually invented the summer blockbuster, is a better film than Truth or Dare. <laughs> Sorry, Bloomhouse's okay. Truth or Dare. Yeah. <laughs> all right uh, perfect yeah i just wanted to get that out of the way uh also like one thing uh i find that like really funny is um all right so like the whole kind of you know crux of the movie is that yeah you know, they're playing I, like I this was, cursed i was supposed to tell you the premise and then i went on a 20 minute rant about <laughs> the, the how bad the characters were i apologize yes premise i mean it, it's super easy uh obviously that they're playing like a, a cursed game of truth or dare uh so they're forced to play and you know if you pick dare then you have to do a dare uh you know if you pick truth you have to like you know say a truth and then it usually ends up being something kind of dangerous or disastrous and yeah. you know if you don't do it uh you'll die or whatever yeah but i just think it's like oh, uh, see before we move any further than that though i want to i want to bring up how they're asked how they're asked truth or dare because God damn the, it, yeah. the moment the moment I mean the movie was already terrible and vapid and empty right it was empty that's mm-hmm. how I describe it it just feels empty and soulless but the moment mm-hmm. where it dived into absolute disaster territory is the first <laughs> time one of them gets asterisk or dare you know by the, the demon or whatever you want to call it other people around them right they, they won't actually do this mm-hmm. but the, the character who's been asterisk or dare will see them do this They'll, they'll basically ask them truth or dare but they do this really awful like Joker-esque smile where they go mm-hmm. and they, they tilt uh, their head down and so they put this big grin and it, it feels so hokey it feels like some really bad student film where they thought this would be creepy mm-hmm. and it's not it looks stupid and when you have like five people in a row all doing this in front of them it just looks stupid there's nothing mm-hmm. creepy about it, it, it it's silly it- yeah, th- this was horrendous. Like, I, I mean, without this, like, it still would have been like a crappy movie. But whatever, I don't think it would have been like just some more, you know, whatever. All right, just typical generic blah yeah. blah, blah movie. Uh, but this added element makes it so dumb and goofy, and like, I don't understand how this is scary to anyone. And it, it just looks like, you know, and I, I this almost feels kind of like um like a millennial social media kind of like horror movie or something because like when you see it it looks like i don't know just dumb like uh pictures that people take that they manipulate and then yeah someone Mm. even mentions in the movie like it looks like a snapchat filter and i was like oh god like (laughs) 
but I, one, I don't oh, know. By the way, one of the worst lines of dialogue ever uttered in movie history is it looks like a Snapchat filter. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely absolutely awful. Like I can I really can't comprehend like this choice that was made. Like but I, I'm I'm sure there's like it would have just been creepier just to have like someone like looking really normal and like staring at you blankly or, or something like that. Like but it just it feels try hard. So, do, do you know what I think is really impressive about it in a bad way? Is that it's really silly, goofy, and pathetic, but somehow it's not funny <laughs> enough to actually be enjoyable. Word. Yeah, so uh, like I had heard earlier in the year that people are saying like this is this year's Bye Bye Man, which actually made me kind of excited because <sighs> Bye Bye Man was awful, but I think in a fascinating way, like uh, horrible, horrible movie. But it is kind of interesting to think about like where the hell did this all come from and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this movie wishes it was Bye Bye Man. Like it, it's it's really bad, but not in an interesting way. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's, I think overall it's not as bad as Bye Bye Man, right? It's but sure, yeah. it's like yeah, it's it's actually less interesting to watch and talk about because it's mm-hmm. it's just so plain and generic in in the worst yeah. possible way. And if I was really to compare it to a movie from last year, like you know, it's this year's whatever. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I don't know something like Satanic maybe. Would be the better thing to yeah, compare it to. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I can definitely see that. Or was that the year before? Whatever uh, year that was, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely that level of movie. Um, I mean, I'm surprised this was even was in the theaters. Like, uh, like it was really kind of you know just thrown in. I don't think it was probably in the theaters very long. Oh yeah, but, but like, but it came out in, it came out on Friday the Thirteenth in April, and that was the big thing. It's Friday oh, the Thirteenth. Okay. People want to go see yeah. a horror movie, so they're duped into this. And that's what I'd call it. They're duped. They're duped into this garbage. <laughs> so, so that's the thing. So they get truth of dare. If it's a truth, it typically the demon knows something that will be hard for them to answer. So they'll pick like a, a really dark secret for them to reveal. So, um, so this is kind of what, what I was like leaning into earlier. Like it, it's well, first of all, it's kind of annoying that like there's this demon or whatever. But it seems like you know he's less concerned with like killing them as he is like causing drama like <laughs> he's putting so much effort into like trying to rip these friends apart and also like i think it's weird like i don't know about you but i was thinking about it and i was like everyone has like these big dark deep like revealing secrets that if the other friends find out oh, yeah. it would just devastate the whole group Which... i was like if it was me and my friends like we would like maybe we'd have embarrassing things to say but nothing that would be be like oh man like we can't be friends anymore like yeah no uh, yeah i can't think of anything well i mean other than that fact you know on the fact that i maybe murdered one of your family members but other than that there's not there's not a whole lot that, oh, would, sure, yeah. that would um you know make us fall out i don't think yeah. we'd probably learn some weird things about each other that you know we'd probably rather not tell but not because it's like a deep dark secret just because oh i, I don't um, want him to know how i wash my feet it's kind of weird <laughs> Yeah, you like know. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, like, you know, I, I, I feel like if there's anything like to tear us apart, it'd probably be like some dumb, like I don't know, one of our thoughts on like uh, I don't know, some dumb movie that we like. Yeah, but to be fair, you already know my feelings on the Hellboy movies that Del Toro made. So I mean, I, we've already got through That's the true, worst yeah. possible <laughs> thing we could have had. So you know, it, it's 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 a uh, it's it's a stupid premise. But here's the thing, like. What frustrated me is that I could almost see how it could turn into a good movie. Because you know something I love, Tim, in horror, especially in movies like this? Rules. Yes, rules. I love rules. And I felt like this movie kept not actually just setting up rules that would have made it more fun. And it almost did it at one point. 
And I kept thinking, like, if you actually set up rules, because I, I was starting to think, like, okay, what if, um, like, what if you run out of things that the demon thinks are interesting to ask for truth? Or what if mm-hmm. um, you just make sure no one can get to you? Or what if you, like, find a loophole? Or what? Like, I kept trying to think of, like, how can we, like, use this against them? And one of the things that came up, I, c- I came up with is, um, it was, I mean, it's kind of copying Final Destination, but at one point, a character who's not supposed to be next, because that's one of the things, is that, like Final Destination, the order they were playing mm-hmm. in the night where they sort of get, you know, uh, attached to the curse um, is the order mm-hmm. they're going through like now and wait uh, first of all can I just say something oh. about that real quick mm-hmm. like I don't know if you ever played truth or dare but my understanding is that you know you ask someone truth or dare mm-hmm. they do it and then they ask someone next but like when they're playing it they're just going all over like everyone was just jumping in and like the, like it seemed like there was no real order when they first started playing so that that just is stupid but that bugged me I never actually noticed but uh yeah, cool. <laughs> like, if, if you watch that, like, initial it's, it's scene, it's not like, oh, I ask you something, you do it, then you ask the next person. It's like, they would ask someone, and then someone would be like, oh, well, wait, well, what about this? And then someone else jump in, what about this? What about this? It's like, uh, no, that's not how you play. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I mean, I was never a big Truth or Dare guy. <laughs> I, I've always kind of thought it was a dumb game. It's a dumb game, yeah. <laughs> If I'm honest with you. I think it's a stupid game. Uh, it's a stupid game designed to do nothing than make people do or say things they don't want to. I'm like, what's the point? No one wins. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's one of those things that it's like maybe young people play because it's like you always get the maybe you'll get to like kiss the person you like yeah. or something. Like, I feel like that's usually what it is. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of something someone brings up is that wait we're like twenty three why are we playing truth or dare this is stupid yeah um, although that said they they uh, constantly <laughs> yeah they constantly show throughout the film that they aren't willing to actually just be adults about things and actually talk to each other about <laughs> their feelings so maybe they do need to get stupid oh, no, games it... like truth or dare so I, I don't know which which is like it's such like a dumb horror cliche but it's like yeah they do find out these truths which admittedly is like you know pretty devastating stuff that would make you angry and want to leave your friends but at the same time under the circumstances wouldn't you be like all right we have to stick together because of this crazy dumb game like maybe let's not go like crazy and all separate and run all over the place yeah but yeah. um but the point i was no, getting to though is that at one point someone dies who wasn't next and i thought oh mm-hmm. like could they, not, could they not do something with that? Like, would the demon maybe, like, not let her die or something? You know, like, I thought, do something yeah. with this. You know, pl- play with the, the rules and the thing you've established, and instead nothing really comes of it or is brought up ever again. Uh, other than some just general mopping. <laughs> but, you know. Now, he, here's what I'm... Uh, here's some of the stuff that I was thinking of. Like, all right, so when they do truth, like, a lot of times they'll just, like, yell out, you know, this big thing. Uh, yeah, whisper. Where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like whisper it so like maybe <clears throat> at the very least not like the whole world <laughs> hears it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like also, um, all right, like I'm talk about one of the dares. Uh, so maybe like a very minor spoiler alert, but uh, at one point one of the dares is uh, for one person to sleep with this other person. But I'm like, okay, like so just get in a bed and sleep with them like like they're freaking out because they're like oh no we have to have sex with you i'm like well, technically that's not what they said like couldn't you get away with just being like all right i slept with them like you know, yeah, it's a loophole. Bed. yeah that's what i'm saying the, the, the creative <laughs> loopholes listen to the phrasing and technically do what they said and then they, they can't you know 
like kill you because that's the thing if you yeah. don't do the dare then the demon <laughs> takes control and makes you commit suicide um like everyone always just jumps to the extreme like well i gotta do this it's like yeah. oh, think about it for a second yeah it, honestly by the time that um, by, by the point in the movie where that one comes up i got really frustrated at like someone else being upset about it i'm like you know what? at this point you've seen this demon like kill so many of your friends like why would you even oh, yeah. like question that this has to happen now this is so stupid like that, that's like you said <laughs> that this demon seems less concerned with killing and more concerned with causing cw drama <laughs> between the characters the awful characters might it's i like... add <laughs> It's like an internet troll or something. <laughs> it, it kind of is, yeah. It, it, it's like it's like that one shitty friend in high school who just wants to stir shit and oh, like, God. oh yeah, he by the way she said this about you. Oh he he did this. Yeah. Oh he kissed her. Oh oh drama's which happening. Like, <laughs> which uh, there's one character who again the asshole character like actually does that before the <laughs> demon even takes over. He just like calls out this one character for, and I was like, why is he doing that? <laughs> Yeah, part of me was thinking he was just the demon the whole time. Like that was just him. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I could have seen that. I could have seen that. <sighs> so it's really stupid. And, um... I guess is what we're saying. It's stupid. The 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 whole like cheesy Joker smile that all the characters do when they're the the they're, they're, they're talking to the person being asked the truth of there is absolutely horrible. It is. It's almost embarrassing. You f- you really just feel like. Now, oh, like you can see, almost see the director in the in a room, like with like some of the actors, or whatever. Oh, let's try some things. And the first thing they try, is, oh, that, that, yeah, that'll be creepy. Sure, let's do that. Yeah, that's fine. Let's yeah, <laughs> that, that was that. That was the extent of the the, the process. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, when it, when you get a a word low, you're you're not getting quality. You're getting something that's gonna arrive on time, maybe like slightly under budget, like. <laughs> That's uh, that's what you get with the the word low promise. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, uh, I will say uh, I thought the ending was stupid and oh, what a surprise! Um, pre- predictable, unoriginal, um, and made me mad. <laughs> Unfulfilling, yes. Um, well, none of, none of it was fulfilling. Let's be honest. <laughs> this is nothing about this is fulfilling. Oh, sure. So. As to give the spoiler warning, full spoilers, so we could we could okay. dive in. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, I felt like this was ripping off a few different things. I like I said, there's some Final Destination elements uh, to stuff that was happening. There was oh, definitely some it actually, follows being used here. I felt as well. Oh, sure. Not not well, yeah, of course, but it was definitely there. Yeah, <laughs> I could definitely see that. Uh, you know what? Um, you know, before you're saying it's this year's uh, satanic or whatever, you know what I think actually might be a better comparison is mm. like this year's Wish Upon. Ah, uh, yeah. Except that had at least a really funny ending that made it all worth it. <laughs> That's true. That had the funny <laughs> ending. That it was, that. And it also had that, that great <laughs> conversation where they try... It's like, again, how, how the human beings in this don't feel like they're talking like real human beings and it feels so, like, so generic and plastic that it just doesn't feel real. Well, yeah. that had the conversation where he tried to, like, flirt with the girl uh, because they, they were bonding over the existence of maybe the multiverse. And, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you like multiverses? I'm really into the multiverse theory. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the multiverse. Oh, God. <laughs> that said, Jesse Quick's in this, and she is from an Earth Two in the Flash. So somehow I've just connected the multiverse oh, theory between the two oh, films. I didn't know I could do that, but here we are. This is what's happening. Okay. <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah. Also, so here's, here's my thing with the whole the reason. So it feels really random at the start. This, this, so they're in Mexico for spring break, 
The uh, mm. ha- the ass- which is pretty easy to get to. Yeah, the asshole guy who because later on in the movie they basically just like run <laughs> to Mexico. Yeah, they just it, they drive to Mexico <laughs> like they're driving to another town. It just like there's a, a, a quick shot of them driving past the road sign saying "Welcome to Mexico," and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain there's more of a border than this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's not. Doubt. It's not like uh, driving out of the town over. There's, there's a different country. There's definitely a procedure here for this. And one thing uh, that really, really bugs me that I, I hate in movies, um, and again, going back to this kind of social media aspect they're trying to cater in on, like, I hate, like, when during the credits, it's just like a montage of, like, them kind of doing, like, posting pictures and, like, doing, like, you know, little, like, selfies and, like, you know, little, Snapchat I don't know, like, Facebook videos, videos or yeah. something. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Being like, we're on spring break. Ooh, hey, yo, kiss me, cutie. Yo, come on, blue. Oh, look at look at this culture. That's crazy. Like, it's like, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that bugs me as well. Um, and I, I mean, hell, we opened the movie with uh, Olivia, the main character, recording a video, uh, trying oh, to yeah. <laughs> trying to recruit Phil students for her her building houses. Mm. Which, by the way, never really comes up again. I mean, the whole point is really just the idea that she's. A really good person who always thinks of others first, and that comes up multiple times throughout the film. And uh, it's very important, though, that we know that she has like a, a YouTube channel because uh, it'll come into play later at the end. Yes, I'll come into play at the end. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and here's the th- here's the thing: it's, it's people who actually post videos to YouTube. I I have a hard time mm-hmm. believing that her video spreads virally at the end as easy as it does because at the start of the film oh, it doesn't sure. it doesn't feel like she has a lot of like subscribers or followers or anything like that it just feels, feels like oh yeah she's got a small channel it's whatever but at the end of the film yeah. like you know the entire world is watching her youtube video <laughs> the entire world is watching the world is watching um so <laughs> you know but it's so going to mexico right and the asshole not the, the doctor the med student asshole the uh ronnie the, the sex pervert one um, mm-hmm. who's just constantly trying to like get girls to kiss each other and he's just he's this just awful character but he he just runs into them he doesn't go with them to Mexico he runs into yeah. them in a different country <laughs> yeah it, it's weird like I mean I'm assuming that this is maybe the school they go to that, that maybe it's a tradition that you go to this spot in Mexico or something because it seems like it's really only white college kids <laughs> that are there yeah uh, but um yeah it, it, it again it's kind of weird like how well does he know him like is he actually hold a on part a second. of this group just i'm thinking about it now like when they're in mexico do we see actually any mexicans no i don't think so <laughs> i think it's like all just white college kids you, you do see you do see like the mexican store on at the start and the, the the other character scene um yeah but it's just a good point to bring up that we're in Mexico I mean, and we never actually see any Mexicans or at least not yeah, talk to any of them. I guess, I mean, the closest is when they track down the original nun lady or whatever. Yes. Oh, I we can't forget We can't forget the cliched, tropey scene where we find the person who's dealt with this same curse like 20, 30 years ago yep. because we all we have to do that in all of these stupid supernatural <laughs> horror movies. Yeah. Oh, that scene drives me nuts, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts. Oh it's my a, god! Yeah. At least they did the bye bye man thing of typing in bye bye man into Google and getting no results. Yeah. That would really upset me <laughs> if they typed in truth or their cursors like no results. No, screw yeah. you. Something would come up for that. Anyway. Wait, I I forget. How did they find her? They did they do something like, 
Well, that's the other I mean, thing. Even, really even for even by like yeah. a, a shitty supernatural movie standards, it kind of like it, it kind of does it lazily. Like all this stuff, like all all the elements of it, the research that finds the video of the girl who's already in the game who burns the guy at the shop at the start, and finding the 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 nun lady who was a part of it like years ago, like that just kind of happens. Like they just kind of find that. Like yeah. just oh, I've been researching and I found this. Like there's no. Mm-hmm. build up to it or anything like that it just it just kind of happens no. also like a, another kind of thing to complain about like in terms of like what are the rules and stuff with this demon and this mm-hmm. game is sometimes it feels like they would have like a couple of minutes in between the next turn and sometimes it feels like they would have like a whole day to just like yeah. go exploring and researching like like wh- like what is the you know like what is the time frame here like are you dealing with when you know like how much time do you have between stuff i don't know that, that's that, was, that bugged me that's the sort of thing that i'd forgive if the movie was good otherwise like i'd forgive the, the oh, sure, bending yeah. of time because it's like well no you want to have the pace and be right so it's whatever um i i feel like my so here's something that i actually thought was a good idea i don't think it's used well in the movie oh okay but i think it's a good idea for for, for this premise mm-hmm. the idea that eventually like the the demon doesn't accept a dare and then we find out from the the girl who's already in okay. that started this particular round of the curse that they were playing a, a, their own version of truth or dare which was if two truths happen in a row the next person has to take a dare and i thought okay that's interesting that's a new rule and that is something that if yeah. affects like it's a reason for them not to pick truth because up until that point it's like well why wouldn't you pick truth sure you may say something you don't want anyone to hear but you're not going to be asked to do something super dangerous which is what all the dares seem to be and, <laughs> other than the sex one which was just purely to cause drama right yeah. <laughs> but that was okay right, that's that's a good idea it means they have to be kind of be strategic with who's picking what and they can kind of turn their backs yeah. on each other that was potential in that idea the movie squanders it because the whole thing is oh olivia's too good she's going to pick dear because she's thinking of the other people too much like oh yeah. screw you <laughs> screw, <laughs> screw, screw you movie um well, i mean where'd it go for me i i feel like we should probably talk about some of the actual dares and shit okay so so the first uh, one the first one obviously the asshole uh, sex offender he's he's the first one mm-hmm. um now when I say sex offender he's not actually a sex offender he he is just extremely sleazy and he just constantly mm-hmm. asks everyone like at the truth of dare he's just asking girls to make out with each other constantly mm-hmm. um and he's trying to hit and on like, uh you know because at the bar just before he's there he's like hey do you want to play pool i want to show you my pool cue like he actually mm-hmm. says that within seconds of meeting a girl yeah. And like the thing is like you can have like kind of like a lovable loser who's not good with the ladies or or something like you know th- there's like characters you can do that are still like charming but he is just like you know there's no like re- redeeming things about him he's just annoying and yeah like yeah just they're, they're, really they're, like gross and they're all shades of annoying but he's probably the most annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but he um he gets asked to uh stand up in the and this is the thing, this dare's not even that bad, really. Like, the rest of them are all dangerous. Mm-hmm. This dare's just, you know, stand up on the pool table and show the entire bar your dick, right? And he's like, okay, yeah. fine. And he's going to do it, but he gets a couple of hecklers, and it's like, oh, screw you, then I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. And he gets all kind of, like, butthurt. And everyone, like, starts... I, I think the big thing is, like, everyone starts taking out their phone, and then he realizes, like, ooh, are people going to, yeah. you know, record this? <laughs> um, And then 
he you know it, like the I demon like, takes over and he just kind of like it it trips himself and hits his head on the pool table and just like snaps his neck and it's like okay it's a, it's a decent enough death i suppose but you know i did i did think it was kind of interesting that like um yeah he he goes to kind of like lean forward and it looks like he's going to get impaled on a pool cue and then someone like you know like saves him and it's kind of like oh, okay uh but that is interesting though it's like oh yeah like you know they're not going for the obvious death there but then yeah he just <laughs> walks in the other direction two seconds later and... yeah that was something else i never really played with is the idea that if someone stops from the first time that they'll keep trying different ways mm-hmm. like they never really bring yeah. that up again it's just kind of in this scene um and then of course some other oh. ones um penelope mm-hmm. uh so would you want to jump in with them that's right <laughs> <laughs> just one thing i just going back to ronnie though one thing that i did think it was like it was stupid but kind of funny is like you know um whenever everyone does you know, like you know the big wide-eyed joker grin snapchat mm-hmm. horror filter thing like you know most people are usually scared and put off by him but i did kind of like that he was into it like i think when the girl says it, he says something like "Ooh, like you're weird but i like it <laughs> or like yeah. so- something like that that i'm like all right uh, i don't know it made me chuckle a little bit yeah so we had the other uh dares we had penelope up in the roof like she, she was told to like drink the booze and like take a step al- along the edge of the roof and the other well, characters so, know no, about no. this What's... Well, technically okay. what they said is she has to walk around the roof roof until she finishes the bottle so again i was thinking like or she just has to finish it so could she pour a bunch out and then like finish the last drop like you know what i mean uh, again like what kind of stuff are you working with here yeah i feel like no i feel like that's actively not doing the dare i, I think finishing the bottle at least implies you you have to drink all of it um implies yes but again w- does this demon work in like you know is it the implication of the dare or is it like no like the mm. very literal you know meaning of the sense like again it's not really something they go into or even really ever try to attempt to kind of like put it past them. I, f- I feel like if, again going back i feel like if i dared someone to like finish a bottle and they poured it out and then just drank the last little bit i would call bullshit on it <laughs> so like i, w- I wouldn't respect yeah. that loophole i feel like that one's more bullshit but i mean i can see what you're saying I mean, again, it's just like something that maybe might be worth actually exploring and looking into. And the same thing with like uh, Ronnie, the dare was the lady doesn't say get up and show me your penis. She says like, oh, why don't you get up and show me your pool cue, which admittedly, you know, he just said was using as like a you know metaphor or whatever for his penis. But technically, doesn't the dare still work if he gets up and shows the pool cue like I don't know. Uh, I just want to know what this demon is working with. How like, how literal does it have to be? Yeah, no, man, it's just a fair question. But they they all know that what's going on at this point, and the, the, like a couple of the characters are like actually running around with a mattress in case she falls off the roof, and like one guy is like on the roof with her, like ready to grab her. Who does a horrible job, by the way. He just doesn't catch her, and she just falls. Um, <laughs> and she actually survives this, only to die like, almost immediately in like, the next two scenes because they go to meet the the girl from the start of the movie who was. Like already part of the game, because um, the reason why they're all involved is because Carter, the guy that uh, Olivia meets in in Mexico, convinces them all to come to this creepy old church to play Truth or Dare, uh, and he was there to do that. He was already in the game, so now they're all in the game. Um, the idea being, that if you're asked the question by anyone who's in the game, you're then in the game as well, and you're part mm-hmm. of the, the circulation. Um, which is how they try and get out of it at the end, because when we're down to the last two characters, the two ladies, their entire plan 
is to just put it up on YouTube and say truth or dare, so that at the very least it has to go through every person on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was super stupid. Um, yep. First of all, like, uh, I, I guess it's, uh, you know, going back to the beginning of the movie when they, you know, first ask her, uh, oh, if you could, like, save a million people or your friends, but, like, a million people die, like, what would you do? And she's like, well, let's save the million people. And then obviously turning her back on that. Um, and then also, you know, kind of a ripoff of the ending of Rings. Uh, and... Already a shitty movie, might we add? Oh yeah, no, th- not that. <laughs> yeah, not that <laughs> Rings is like great or anything, but uh, yeah, it- it's not really original. And then it's yeah, it's so stupid. Like, I don't know. At that point, is it just gonna become like a big like worldwide thing where it's like, you know, oh, I have to call out of work today because like my dare is coming up or something. Like, it- it'll be a very interesting world uh, that people would live in. I always feel like any thought went into this when they when they, they just thought it was a bit oh, no, fun no. ending and yeah so that's Olivia's yeah. arc is she learns to like not be a good person like that <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's, that's, that's her arc it's weird like she that's could, what you want out of a hero <laughs> she could accept that her and her friend are going to die but no one else has to and that'll be okay like you know she could accept that and she doesn't because uh, her, her and her friendship with Marky uh, Violet Bean's character like that is kind of the core of the movie and this is where we get to what the, 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 the dramatic part of the plot is so Marky's father, so Marky's dating Tyler, uh, and then Lucy's our main character. Lucy clearly has feelings for Tyler, and everyone kind of knows about it, and it's brought up in the like, first Truth or Dare game. Way too obvious. Yeah, it's way too obvious, because uh, there's, there's a whole the hands touch as they're like, passing luggage to each other, all that stuff. And yeah. uh, the asshole medical student Tyson uh, tries to like, accuse her of it during the, just by himself during the first Truth or Dare game. Um, and then as the movie goes on so weird <laughs> like so it's revealed like that also Marky is also cheating on Tyler numerous times like she does that a lot and one of the truths that uh, Olivia gets is to shout that out and she shouts that out and that obviously upsets both of them and then she's pissed at her uh, Marky's pissed at her for revealing her secret and then of course it comes up that she has feelings for 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 Lucas and then one of the dares of course is that Lucas is uh, or Olivia's dare to sleep with Lucas and this upsets Marky more so she goes from being mad at her to not being mad at her and then at one point it dares uh, Marky to break her you know uh, Olivia's hand um, so she oh, yeah. so and Olivia and at this point Marky doesn't believe this is real and Olivia's like no you have to do it you have to break my hand and she hands her a hammer uh, it's a whole thing um, but so so we find out that Marky's father committed suicide. That that is brought up like once early on. Uh, she's watching like a video, a recording of her dad at a barbecue, like like you know joking around with her. Um, again, thank God for like Snapchat and Facebook video for all these little <laughs> recordings. Yeah. Um, and it's like okay, fine, we will set that up. And then later on, with in the the, the hammer hand breaking scene. Olivia finally makes her do it by saying, are you going to do it or are you a coward like your father? And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. alright, so where are we going with this father thing? Mm-hmm. And it, it got really obvious at one point, because cause this is the thing, Like, it kept the movie kept telling me that her biggest secret that she was keeping uh, was that, that Marky was cheating on Tyler or that she had feelings mm-hmm. for Tyler. Uh, so, so she was keeping one from Tyler and one from well she was keeping both from both uh, I guess she was keeping the, the, she had feelings for Tyler from both of them and she was keeping the fact that Marky was cheating from Tyler but after Jeez, that you sound like such like a I know. gossipy teen <laughs> after that all comes out though after this is all revealed through the truths 
Then the characters start mm-hmm. talking about how she's got another big secret. And, like, you know, the other kid, mm-hmm. the Asian kid, Brad, like, he, he mentions, oh, you've got this big secret, you may have to just bring it up. And he's like, no, no, I can't do that. I can't, I can never reveal that. It would, it would be devastating. And I'm like, well, obviously that's going to come up now that you've said that. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, at the end of the film, she's like, she reveals that, you know, that Marky's father lost his job. This was like the day before he died or the, the day of him killing himself. He came on to her. He was drunk, and you know she was upset as well. And he, she, she had a drink with him, and he came on to her, and he, he kind of got a little bit forceful. And then she eventually pushed him off, and um, you know he tried to apologize, say, "Oh, please don't tell Marky." Blah blah blah. blah. And, and it, so, so the thing that gets me here is that they want us to like actually feel that she should feel guilty because Olivia just happened mm-hmm. to say, "Oh, you'd be, you know, Marky would be better off if you were dead," right? And that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. She feels guilty because she might have actually inspired the suicide. Although Marky ends up kind of comforting mm-hmm. her by saying, "Well, no, I tried before, so I mean, like, I mean, maybe you did push him over the <laughs> edge, but he was already, you know, teetering, you yeah. know, previously." Um, mm-hmm. and like, like I, <laughs> this whole thing, it just, it just like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they, they tease the fact that the dad committed suicide at the start, but it all of all mm-hmm. of a sudden becomes this other super big dark secret between the two of them, where she, she mm-hmm. like was hiding the fact that her father tried to like tried to assault her, um, so she was preserving the perfect memory of her dad, and then on top of that, they had the fact that she may have inspired the choice to commit suicide on her way out. Yeah. So. Uh- what's really weird is that like these are such big revelations that you could have an entire movie like about this plot of like yeah just a know, drama just friend. a just a drama about this yeah, yeah you could <laughs> but trying to like like you know just ham it into this movie and where it's like you can't even deal with the consequences and instead you just have to go like two seconds later into the all right how do we defeat this demon like yeah no room for emotional development we just got to get past it like it's, it's really weird like one of the um like stranger ones i thought is the uh the brad character like you know his big secret is that you know he's gay but his dad doesn't know and his dad's like this big manly cop so of course his truth is that he has to come out to his dad but it's like they don't even show him doing it and then it's kind of no. just like you know like the next scene he's just like yeah he's okay with it yeah like, it's, it's like, nothing right, so no, like fallout or anything <laughs> and maybe you can make a point with that but i think I, th- I still think we have to see it like for his dad to go hey yeah. you know i don't care son i love you anyway like i, don't, I really don't give a shit like that would have yeah. been you know i don't think it'd be a good scene in this movie but like that'd be like a nice yeah. point to make if they wanted to do that scene but instead it happens off camera also, we, we don't even care <laughs> yeah and also a wasted opportunity so like you know when people are about to you know get the truth or dare thing you know uh, if there's no one around they'll usually like see it like on a wall or something like they'll mm-hmm. see it graffitied or on their car uh so when it's like brad's turn he's at this hospital vending machine looking at all these chips and i was like oh i really hope one of the bag of chips just says truth or dare <laughs> like i <laughs> i was getting like really amped no we, ha- we have to get the, say that. <laughs> the creepy sick person to to do it we have to yeah. get the creepy sick person just a really generic like garbage <sighs> horror movie thing to do um wasted opportunity <laughs> i i am so sick of bad supernatural horror movies at this point like we have had so many garbage ones over the last few years i am just i am so done with them i yeah i mean i i love like supernatural stuff like that's like more my bread and butter when you're talking about horror movies but when it's bad it's so bad <laughs> and especially like lately <laughs> they've been pretty bad oh it's so rough and then, then carter the guy who tricks them into like you know playing the game He's like, you know, kind of Harry Potter looking. He looks like Daniel Radcliffe. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. older Daniel Radcliffe, obviously not Kit Daniel Radcliffe, but um, he, right. you know, he he's like he kind of leaves the movie, and he's kind of like the guy from It Follows who, like, you know, has sex with uh, the main character. Oh, uh, right, right. That's basically mm-hmm. like what was making me think of It Follows is because they find him, and just like in It Follows, he's got an apartment where he's blocked out all the windows so that no one can get to him to tell him truth or dare. He's got no screens. He's got nothing. That, there's no possible way that it could message him, even though this is purely supernatural. It totally could. There's no rules to this, mm-hmm. but he's pretending like there is oh, rules. No. Yeah, and that's just that's just more frustrating almost. So, but they end up finding him, and they, they find the, the the nurse lady who can't speak, and I'm like, oh, she's going to have to she cut out her tongue. Like that's that's what the, the sacrifice is going to be. So they have to make the person who started the game, which in this case is Carter, to go back to the church, and again they just drive there like easily. Um, and well, I mean, let's not gloss over. You know, we find out the whole backstory of this demon. So oh, it's like I really, these... I really, I really wish we could, Tim. I really wish we could. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Well, I mean, just to give context, like, uh, so these group of nuns back in the day, um, wait, no, not not nuns. They're orphans. It was at an orphanage, uh, and one of them just just happened to know like spells and black magic. Uh, so they summon this demon, which I I think I missed this, but um, I watched this uh, with Melissa, and then I was like, wait, they just like summoned the demon for no reason. She said, no, like they summoned it to ward off the the priest that I guess was attacking them or something. Is, is that true? Did I miss that? No, I think that's right. I'll be honest. I kind of zoned out during that explanation yeah, this scene. Is... Cause yeah, it was just, so it was just bullshit. Super... It was just generic bullshit yeah. backstory that you get in all these movies. It meant nothing. Yeah. But so basically there's some of this demon or whatever. And then I guess the demon possesses the game. Cause I guess they're playing truth or dare back then mm-hmm. too. Uh, yeah, and then you find out that in order to uh, seal the demon away, you have to the person who starts the game, I guess, has to cut off their tongue and put it in this bottle. <laughs> and then uh, the other group that was playing it before the start of the movie uh, breaks the bottle open, which is how the demon, which I, I think its name was like Clack Clacksu or something, <laughs> something stupid like that, yeah. uh, escapes. Oh, I, don't know. I don't even know. Like, I. Like I was so out of it. I did not give a shit about what the demon's backstory was because it it also felt so forced in. Like it wasn't even a concern for like two thirds of the movie, um, and then oh, all no, of a yeah. su- all of a sudden we just get this exposition dump from this character who's just the, mm-hmm. the same stock character that we get in all of these mm-hmm. these bad supernatural movies, um, and then they go off. It, 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 actually, it's always like some. I was gonna say um, this movie's an hour forty, which is like too long, Jeez. like. Yeah. I, I I was like so mad when I looked at the time that I had left. I'm like, what? This is over ninety minutes. How dare they? How dare... The one good thing yeah. about these shitty horror movies is that they tend not to be longer than ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say, Tab? <laughs> I I just I jumped in with that that burst of anger. It's fine. Oh no, I was just saying, yeah, that it is such a trope at this point that like you always have like the old like it's always like an old lady. It's either in an insane asylum or a hospital, uh, or in this case is just like in the some tiny house like in the middle of mexico or something but yeah it, it's always like yeah some old lady and then it, it seems like it's some big revelation at the end where they're giving the backstory and at the end like and i was that little girl and they're like oh yeah, yeah. i mean I, I don't even know um what are these people in? <laughs> I, I think lucy hails from pretty little liars that seems to be what she's known for that's why the, she's the name but only the only other person I recognized was uh, Brad, who was in uh, Edge of Seventeen. Okay, I haven't seen that, but that's fair enough. 
That's fair enough. Uh, it's a good, like, you know, coming of age teen movie. And apparently, Alyssa Hill was in Scream 4 as well, but I don't, I don't remember her. Oh, okay. Well, I, 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 I can't remember her character, but I'm like, yeah, I can see her being in that movie. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can, see, you can see her totally being there. Um, that, that's, this is just, I, I, that, this was, like, it's not the worst thing we've ever watched, but it's definitely amongst sure. the most generic bad we've ever watched yeah. like it's just it's such a watered down i don't know if it was pg-13 but it felt like pg-13 <laughs> yeah no I, yeah i can definitely see that uh man there's some stuff that was just that was like i don't know kind of making me like chuckle at how bad it was like the um scene with the asshole guy tyson doing the medical interview uh like that in, like in itself is not funny but i was laughing like at all of them like running and slamming on the door trying to like get his attention to warn him and stuff which is just like where do they think they are like they're they're acting like crazy yeah he just kills himself by stabbing himself in the eye with a pen his lucky pen maybe yeah. add his lucky doctor pen because mm-hmm. uh, he, he's, he's got a whole thing where he's, he's uh forging subscriptions for for freshman students to get mm-hmm. drugs uh, and and yeah. Olivia's got a problem with this, of course. Olivia's like, no, you shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course you shouldn't. And, then, uh, <laughs> and, <you've> got... <laughs> and, you know, I kind of feel bad for uh, for Marky. Like, it feels like she's, like, weirdly gets shit on, like, the most in this movie because it feels like she should be another main character. But, like, it seems like all, like, the really hurtful truths, like, <laughs> are about her. And they're, like... You know, if it, it seems like every time she learns one, she just kind of runs off, and we like forget about her for a while. Yeah, she's she's arguably. I mean, I wouldn't say she's interesting, but she's ar- she's much more interesting mm-hmm. than Olivia is, and so yeah. it's kind of weird that we're focusing uh, on yeah. Olivia. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, what was that weird pause to? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just agreeing with you. Okay, all right, all right. It was just it was a weird pause. It was kind of like, oh, does he expect to smell a big point? I'm, I was really leading into. What was going on? Um, so you like this then? Tim? Oh, <laughs> God no. Uh, and hey, I'll own up when I like like a dumb movie, but this, no, nah, this is bad. But the boy. Um, mm, I wouldn't call that dumb, but uh, <laughs> one thing that. Uh, this will probably be like the last maybe thing to kind of touch upon that we haven't really talked about uh, is towards the end like um, not that I think this was great but kind of interesting when she gets the demon to actually play in the game to become a player I was like okay like this is interesting where are you going with this but then it's such a like alright it doesn't matter like yeah, no. afterwards no, because it, it all because like, the demon just picks truth and she's like, "Oh, how do we get out of this alive?" And it honestly answers, "You can't. <laughs> You're screwed." Yeah. Like that's that's, that's it. Um, and, like, it. And then they came up with a stupid I, plan for the YouTube video. Yeah, but I think it would have been much more interesting if you get the demon in the game and then you try to think of like some type of you know logic trap or something where they have to answer something but they can't, and then you know the demon dies or something like yeah uh, I mean, yeah the movie's already so stupid at that point but i was like hoping for something like that again that that would be playing with its rules but i feel like its rules are so wishy-washy they don't really establish them properly um outside of one or two things and like 
That, that would be how to do it. Like, have them outsmart the demon. Like, if you want to do the good version of this movie, that's maybe what you do. Um, maybe not have the stupid way they're asked to truth or dare by the other weird, you know, people. That'd be a start as well. Okay. And, all right, and obviously, all right, so let's, if we think about this logically, they get roped into the game by going to that location and, you know, that guy, Carter, making them play truth or dare. Um, but in the end, they try to do the same thing only by YouTube. But is a can you? I don't know if you can play truth or dare via YouTube because you're looking at someone and asking them truth or dare, but then you don't see what their answer is, so you're unable to ask them. Like, is that really people being part of the game? That's an excellent point. <laughs> Did anyone? Let's see. Was there ever at any point a second draft of the script? <laughs> like. I, I'm not even sure if they finished the first draft, Tim. To be honest, I feel like I, f- I feel like there was a, f- a like a, an outline on a, like five pages, and then they just kind of made up the rest on set. That's what it feels like. Um, yeah, the truth of their sexy teens. Uh, all right, done. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I think I think we'll say everything we want to say, Tim. I, I don't think I can I can yeah, milk I any more crap out of this. Uh, so, <laughs> what, what would you want to rate it out of ten? Jeez, like, and I'm trying to think if like you know, there's like one positive, like one little thing that I can nope. be like, oh well, hey, how about this? Like, no. Nope. Uh, but I think I'm gonna give it a two, and the reason why it's not just like an absolute one is because it's, you know, the, you know, it's not like it was impossible to watch. Like, it's you know, it's not like it was hard to hear them or it, like you know was, the footage was cutting out and stuff <laughs> it was technically uh proficient yeah and it's like you know sometimes like if a movie's like really really bad quality like sometimes like the you don't even like looking at the picture because it's like it's so bad or whatever it's like all right but i mean it didn't look i mean good. i was trying to think if like it didn't look like i had style right. it didn't look like i had any sort of interest in visuals but it did it didn't look like underlit or anything like that like it you know they, they, they lit the scenes i mean yeah. they lit it too well they lit it like a tv show but like <laughs> yeah. you know it, it it was it was technically like um acceptable yeah <laughs> i could see and, and hear like what was happening so yeah yeah but i was trying to think like is there anything i like about it that you know sometimes you want to look for something to bump it up to a 2.5 or a 3 to be like well i did like this one little aspect but no like even the premise i can't say that i liked no like, uh, not really yeah, there's like nothing here i saw potential here or there just based on the idea of okay if you've got all these rules then you can have you can have the characters try and outsmart them based on the rules but it, it never really did that or anything like that so now I have to agree with the two. I think I think the two out of ten is exactly what I'd give this. So um there you go, that's truth or dare. So I, I guess I'll ask the audience, uh, truth or dare and you're gonna pick dare. <laughs> I'm not accepting truth. I don't care what your truths are. Uh but your dare is to go over to patreon.com slash mailfuzz TV and uh support us and, you know, pick a tier. Um you get some stuff early, you get to vote on a movie once a month on streams as well as the other movie shows, um and you get to feel warm and fuzzy inside mildly fuzzy one might say um but if you can't do that don't worry too much you can also support us belly you can subscribe and comment and all that stuff and um, get us on the twitters at mail underscore fudge for channel updates and it's worth going over to the patreon anyway just to see all the the links to all the different shows all the audio feeds all that stuff it's all on patreon 
so nice and hand there's a link in the description below but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we'll see you next time